Welcome to Being Schooled. Being Schooled poses several questions. How can school adapt to serve students in a world that allows access to any knowledge at any time in ways more suited to you and at any pace that you prefer? How can school better prepare us for a future where change is accelerating and ownership for continual learning is more important than ever? Being Schooled is inspired by William and Thomas. In this podcast series, William and Thomas share experiences and insights with contributions from guests and current thinkers on the topic of what it means to learn and be learned in contemporary society. Okay, so uh, here we are. It's Mark with uh, Thomas and William and our sound man, Remy, and we are here for our final podcast episode of Being Schooled. We've heard from a lot of guests and we've had a lot of dialogue about school and student-centered learning and how school could be and how it is and how it could possibly change. And so we wanted to sort of sum things up in this episode and, and leave you with some concluding uh, thoughts. And to start us off, I guess what I'm really interested in hearing from both William and Thomas are their thoughts about how they might approach school differently if they were, let's say, going into grade nine or going into grade 10 or where, whatever it was, based upon all that they've heard through these episodes and based upon their thinking, you know, how would they approach their schooling differently as a result of what they've been thinking about and what they've heard? So maybe we'll start, William, is, start uh, you I off guess. if that's okay and... Uh, and then we'll move to Tom. I mean, what would I have done differently? Eh, I think I would have been. A, I would. Well, I would have started working harder earlier. That's definitely one thing I would have done. Like, you know, it took me a while to kind of get into my own rhythm of of doing things. Like, the first what two years of high school, I didn't do much of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but like. That, uh, yeah, I mean, surely, like, a lot of that comes with just, like, maturity, right? Like, whether that's, like, academic or emotional, right? Like, you, you it, it's, to sort of, to well, yeah, say, like to every, say no, I, but every, I could I could go back to grade nine, all of a sudden be like, all right, I'm actually going to do all the work. Like, no, like, the whole point is, like, the reason I didn't, didn't do all the work is I was like, ah, man, man, fuck this, yeah, I'm not dude, doing this that, work. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's, that's, the, that's the point of that question, though, like, if you could go back and if you could do it again, how would you do it? Well, you're not going to assume you were just as ignorant, you know, as you were then going back because you'd probably do it oh. the same way. Like if I could go back with the wisdom I have now, because it's not like I'm that much older, I'd have probably buckled down earlier, been a little more bold. Well, like, <laughs> I don't know. Not that much older. <laughs> like you're pretty 25% of your life pretty much has been lived just through like high school. Right. Like, I mean, it's, 25% oh, roughly like, yeah, whatever, four years you've, you've four been alive years, 18 years? so a quarter of oh of my current yeah. life I thought you meant no like, no, yeah, no, 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 no not a total life but I think um like it definitely is important to keep the mindset of like you know someone who's going to grade nine is what like 13 14 right so they're definitely <laughs> but I definitely think with that being said, like you can, there, there still is a part 
of attitude and like being open to resources. Cause like with all the people we talk to, right? Like there's no, there's no educator who like, who has it out for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and I, I think, I think students often kind of like get this idea of like, oh, you know, like this teacher doesn't like me, you know, this teacher, like, I don't think that really happens, you know? I don't know. I think that definitely <laughs> happened with me. There was teachers who legit did not like me. <laughs> um, and I like, you know, I didn't, I, I wasn't touchy about that. I was like, I don't get, I don't, like, I get why you don't like me. I'm a nuisance in the classroom. I never shut up. I interrupt. I contradict everything you say, even when I have no basis. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just would have treated my education and my learning with a little more urgency mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, like, I agree. I don't know. Like, e- even at 18, you're like, oh, man, I have all the time in the world to do this and that. But, like, time goes mm-hmm. by, you know? Like, it's it's not like, like, I remember walking in uh, in grade nine and being like, I was like, oh, this is going to take forever. Thinking about four years of high school and then, like, bam you're in grade 12 and it's the last day and you're like what that that felt like yesterday i walked in here you know walking around the halls being like oh shit i'm gonna be late for my next class where do i go i don't know no it's that's just i think that's that's my primary thought in my head when i Mm -hmm. think of it and you know sure what about what about you thomas i know we're talking a lot about you know you as an individual what you know how might you approach things differently but also as you've been listening you know there might be things about the system or the school or the way teachers approach things that, you know, we might say could be done differently because mm-hmm. we've heard it, you know, being done differently by different people. Are there thoughts that are coming to your mind, Thomas, about how, how could it be approached differently as we think about school going forward? Um, I mean, like, I, I, I definitely agree with Will. Like, there's a there's a portion of it that I'm like, yeah, you know, I definitely wish I had just been like, listen, there's no putting off learning, you know, like, it's not like if you just like, you know, decide not to pick up this information now, you're never going to have to learn it. Like, you're just going to have to learn it, you know, kind of slower and harder later, right? Like the stuff that you don't want to learn, like, you're just going to have to pick it up later. Um, but I think for me, a lot of it is like, if I had to go back, like, I just, I just would kind of change the way that I interacted with education outside of school because that was something that just never even occurred to me right like all my time outside of school was 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 kind of sectioned off to be like you know intentionally not learning time right because it was almost like you know i i'm basically like i i have to go to school all day and i have to learn so i'm going to take all of my free time to do exactly the opposite right and like almost like intentionally rebel against the idea of learning by just whatever like you know like watching tv you know like doing whatever i can to not learn but really what i should have been doing is just would you say like identifying my interests would you say it was like you you almost make it sound like it was a crusade against not learning it sort of was though people just nah, but like i mean a lot of the time it's just you know, shows are funny, man. And it's, you sit there with your bowl of cereal, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like it's, 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 it's comfortable and it's relaxing and it's nice. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like that's, that's the whole thing. Like it's not exactly like learning is fun, but like, you know, even, even interesting subjects can become tedious. Yeah. No, like like it kind of makes sense why you just like, it's not like, Oh, I have to make up for all that time I had to spend learning. No, but I, but, um, you know, like, it's just kind of like, yeah, like I, I actually partially disagree. Cause like, you're right. You know, like obviously the things we do to entertain ourselves, like they're for our enjoyment. Right. 
But I know for myself, and I definitely think others will identify with this, of being like, I'm home. I'm going to like, because I've just been learning all day and I have like, you know, like X, X number of hours of homework, whatever, right? I'm going to like intentionally do stuff that doesn't further my I learning. Guess, I guess that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? When you factor right, in Right, when you factor in homework, right? So like I would come home and be like, okay, I'm just going to not do anything productive now for hours, right? But the main reason of that was, was because like, oh, this is my break time, right? Like I, I, I thought of my time as section between school and not school. And during the school time, right, whether that was my homework, right, or in school, I was I would dedicate that time to learning. And then the other time I would int- almost like intentionally because I had to dedicate the rest of my time to learning. I was like, I'm not learning anything here. Like I'm going to go go as far as possible into just not learning, you know, like whatever, like. Whereas what I so you're saying, so you're saying if you could go back, you would now use that time to do more outside. Studying? Yeah, no, but not necessarily outside studying, but just like diving deeper into my interests. Because this year, right, like I'm taking a year off from high school, right, and you know, like I work part time, and then the other part of my time is split between like you know delving into things I'm interested in, and then you know like working on our business, right. But, yep. but I'm actually spending time, I'm dedicating time and like I have free time where I'm like, okay, you know what, you know, like, you know, I, I, I've been at work from, you know, this time to this time and then I've spent the last like two hours, you know, like reading this book or like educating myself on this thing, you know, like for business, right? But now that I'm done that before, before you know, like before I'm going to go to sleep, instead of just being like, boom, I've done all the stuff I have to get done for the day. I'm just going to like, you know, like whatever, like watch TV for two hours. I'm like, okay, no, like I'm going to look into something I'm interested in, right? And like mostly that's to do with like music, right? And I'm, you know, just, just reading like Wikipedia pages on, on Wikipedia pages, right? Like watching, you know, like you know, YouTube videos from like 2005 and like this and that, right? Listening to stuff and just trying to find out as much as I can. And that's what I'm doing with my free time. And I'm not wasting that time, right? Because even though it's not yielding me anything you know like i'm i'm learning about my interests and myself and you know like what i enjoy and i'm I'm still furthering myself do you know what i mean so i think that that would be that's kind of a long-winded way to say i just wish i had <laughs> taken my like really wasted time and made it like what i would call like partially wasted time you know <laughs> <laughs> wise words man wise words <laughs> the um the, one of the themes that came up in our discussions, I think a number of times, was this, this um, the word meaningful or what's, um, what's valuable, what brings value to you. And we had this discussion about, you know, it's, it's more than, or it's different than passion, where passion you can sort of, you know, you can get into it, but then it kind of overwhelms you and it's, you know, you just can't carry on because you just get tired of it. It's tedious. But when uh particularly when we were talking i think um with judine will you you know you kind of raise this point about you know i do things because they have meaning to me and even when it's you know i'm dragging my butt it's really terrible i'm tired i keep going because this this learning or this work i'm doing you know it does have meaning it makes a difference it's something that's important to me and i can see connection to something in the future and um you know so I, i'm sort of thinking about, well, you know, school could change potentially for all of us if we perhaps thought about that, like thought about 
how it could be more meaningful for each of us as individuals and um, and how we can maybe shift our values, you know, more to things like you. Some of you, you know, you, both of you talked about this, but some of you in interactions with our guests talked about things like learning more about myself, learning to learn, um, moving, you know, to more of these global kinds of competencies, which I know, Will, you kind of laughed, laughed at those terms <laughs> when we talked about them. Those were things more like, you know, taking initiative, yeah, global, being persistent, global, what even is you know, um, problem solving, you know, all that stuff. Right. And, and so it's a, a term that we use to describe things that were yeah. actually important skills and moving to those more, you know, away from just solely teacher delineated, delineated teaching activities. So just things that were, de, you know, determined by the teacher, but more, much more involved you and what was meaningful to you and what was meaningful to others in the uh in the community to meet those curriculum expectations so you know for me that's been a pretty significant shift i've been thinking about this whole thing this shift from you know following somebody's lead to to working more closely with the teacher with a system to figure out what is meaningful in my life and how you know how can we craft a learning plan for me that involves activities that will give me the skills and the attitudes and the opportunities to really pursue those things that are meaning and be and having some success. And, you know, as I listened to both of you and I listened to the guests, I heard a lot of that. Like I heard a lot about, you know, we really need to shift the way we look at this, this learning and, and get to more of what Thomas was talking about, you know, what's meaningful to him or what you were doing, um, William. And, and, you know, for me, I'm sort of struggling with, well, you know, how, how, how would we do that? And we did hear our guests talking about different ways they were doing that. Like Annette talked about going out and working with a student to actually create something. Or Jeff, when he was talking with his classroom, saying, you know, if you really want to focus in on, let's say, genocide and, and discussions about the Armenian experience or whatever, I could see making that part of a course. Like a student could take that and make it work. And I'm just wondering if, if you were going back into school now, do you, you know, do you feel more confident or would you feel like you've got more ability okay. to uh, personalize the learning for you by dealing with, you know, talking with teachers or community members or crafting something that would be, mm -hmm. you know, more meaningful for you based upon some of what you heard from these guests and the examples they provided? I, I'm wondering what you're thinking about with that, Thomas. Do you think there's room for you to actually create this space where you could learn in a more meaningful, yeah, I mean, personalized like way? when you say, you know, like it's that, that question has been challenging. He's been challenging me equally. Right. Cause, um, it's definitely something I, I've been, I've been thinking about throughout the whole kind of process of, of, of us recording. Um, it's, it's really tough. Like I, 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 I really think it's just like a small step sort of thing, you know, like here and there, like every, every teacher, who, who, you know, like implements ways, you know, that like students can learn by, by actually, you know, like bringing their own, whatever, like values or interests into their education is like a step towards that. I, I think it's, but like, how would you, how would you um, suggest imparting that change on a larger scale right away? Well, imparting i don't i don't know we've talked a lot about that but like i don't think my views on a experiential learning have changed at all throughout this process mm -hmm. 
Like, if anything, I'm just kind of interested to see how right and where it goes. Or, you know, <clears throat> people, people, people who are now coming into the education system mm-hmm. because, like, I never even thought of any of this implementing into the education. Right, but system. it did exist when like, you were I, around, I, right? I, so it's more like a. No, I know, I know that. But to me, I was never one to seek help with anything from the education system. And I'm like, to me, as far as I'm concerned, someone can listen to this and they could be, you know, like of any age Mm -hmm. and they could use like they could they can use a formula to try to educate themselves on topics and, you know, find something that maybe you're not passionate about, but that is of tactical value. But then but then like, right, like, but it's it it can be it can be harder for some than for others to to determine what's of tactical value. Like like, if you're if you're a janitor, right. And like that's your profession, that's your job, right? You mm-hmm. can do that job flawlessly, right? And you do it every day, and you're great at it, right? To be like, mm-hmm. what's of tactical value to me? If like if if the well, janitor's yeah, interested no, in something, an, right? An, like analyze, analyze. No, true. I'm not saying that's not the case, but look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you could be anyone in doing anything, and you could be like, well, you know what? Like, like for example, for me, I'm like. I don't love talking to people. Like, I don't think I would be like, I can talk and articulate myself with people, but I don't think I'd be a great salesman. Right. right? Or, or something like that. And to me, it's like, I would want to, I think that'd be a good place to start is kind You're of saying like rounding boss. off your personality. Right. Ah, exactly, okay. Right. And I'm saying that that's a place to start. I definitely you know? agree. I think, and I, and I actually think that's interesting. Cause that, that, I think that fits into, to education a lot because Every time you look at yourself and you go, oh, like, I'm not good at this or that, it gives you the chance to, 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 to learn about it. And when you're learning about yourself, right, like, you're also gaining skills. And when you're gaining skills, you're automatically exactly. learning. So, like, in your example, right, like, you're saying, okay, uh, you know, like, I like you. Okay, so I know you, right? Like, I know you're fine at talking to people, you know, like, you're fairly charismatic. And you can hold conversation well. There's no problem with that, right? Like, but you just don't enjoy it you know you don't like crave human interaction like that right mm-hmm. but there are ways that you can no but but like it, but like it's not necessarily like i know like i'm most human beings need well, human interaction obviously. i'm not some desolate just saying like I'm you're pretty saying, introverted like to me i am pretty introverted and to me the idea of being able to walk like the idea of walking up to someone i don't know and starting a conversation you know like I'm like, not really my cup right. of tea, but it's something that is extremely useful, especially when we're talking about the application, like to be able to flow and talk to really anyone and to like, to really hone the skill of interacting with, with, you know, anyone through people, you know, to strangers, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's just when we're talking about um, self-education, I think it goes beyond the scope of just a curriculum or even just, you know, facts. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Go right down Definitely. to the grain of your personality yeah. and how you interact with everyone and, around and yeah, you. In the right? world too, yeah, yeah, and I also think it's important to know that like that can be anything. You know, like it's up, it's 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 important for people to learn how to kind of analyze themselves and be like, this is these are the things that. But I think like you know, it does it it does scare people to try and improve the things they're not good at, right? Like you know, we'd rather it's, we'd rather shy terrible. away. It's, but I think like it's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> but, it's absolutely terrifying. I still get nervous anytime I have to call somebody <laughs> because I hate calling. That's why in our business, <laughs> I, you do all the calls. I called like 10 people today. <laughs> I get, 
I get, I get, I get nervous anytime I have to call somebody I don't know. I don't mind. And the more nervous I get, the more, the more I start to think, I'm like, okay, this is what I got to say. And I got to say it exactly mm-hmm. like this. And then I hang up the phone and I sound like an idiot <laughs> because I'm trying to reiterate this, uh, this script, you, script you've... I've created in my mind. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm like, uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> wait, what was I calling you for? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like that's, that's part of, that comes back to meaningful mm-hmm. though. Like I think meaning is derived. Like if someone imposes discipline on you, like that can help you and that could be great but to do something of your own fruition right. right and that's difficult like once you've done something difficult that's actually difficult right. you know it's like oh hooray i did the dishes like right. you know you can take pride in the fact that you well it, it depends up, on who you are right like you know if you're if you're if you're exactly. if you're disabled right like doing this just could be could be a huge accomplishment but i think i'll take that circle back around to myself right like Part of the reason that I'm, you know, like, that I'm chunking off, that I was like, you know, like, chunking off parts of my time to intentionally do nothing and not learn was because I was being forced to learn. And of course, I'm not saying being forced to learn is bad, right? Like, it's obviously good. Yeah, but, but like, no, no, no. But, but, but when you say it's like, you have to at some point just be like, all right, I'm doing this on my own. And whether that's completing a task or even learning something once you start being like, I'm going to learn this because nothing else other than like, it's just my, my own pressure on myself to do it. Cause I think it's important, interesting, or will be good for me. That is just a whole yeah. other thing because, cause it's, it's just it's as hard, discipline. but it, but it proves Eve, right. Exactly. Right. It, it, it proves yeah. that you care enough to, to have yourself do it rather than, you know, someone else having to do it. No, I think I think it kind of comes back to having internal integrity with yourself. Mm. Like, like you lose a little bit of face with yourself every time you're like, yo, I'm going to do this. Right. And then all of a sudden you just don't right. do that. Like, I'm going to go for a run this and evening. You don't. I'm going to go for a run this evening. All And then you're like, eh, nah, right. you know, like if you like, it's really what you should do is like, I, that's why I think you should never really give promises to people lightly mm-hmm. you know no i agree right like if you're gonna if, if you like don't say you're gonna do something unless you're gonna do it you mm-hmm. know i don't know we're we're talking a lot i think you know fly, as i'm listening ourselves and uh no but i'm, I'm listening to what you're saying and i'm hearing you you know us going back to talking about analyzing ourselves and what's meaningful to us and all those things and, and as we talk about that, I'm also thinking about where we are with this podcast series. And we're in, you know, the final kind of episode. And I'm just wondering about, you know, how do we extend this so it benefits other people as well? So I know you, in providing your examples, you know, you're using your own examples. But we've heard from, you know, 15 different guests on uh, from a variety of perspectives. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of the things you're saying resonated to, for them. And you heard from their perspective. And I think part of the purpose of all of this initially was to look at how could we potentially uh, improve a system so it could benefit all people, not just you know, us as individuals, but anybody who has, um, you know, has a particular, something that's meaningful to them or an interest or you know, something that just makes uh, learning more relevant for them. And I, I'm wondering from both of your perspectives, are there things that you heard that that you think are promising or give you a sense of hope around how uh, we can improve to benefit 
you know, well, I, uh, other people, not just, you know, not, not just, not well, just us as individuals, but mm-hmm. how the system could improve, how teaching could improve, like all those things. Like well, the fact do you have any thoughts the fact about, that, you about know, that you kind of put us together to help make a podcast like this is promising. Like until I met you, Mark, I didn't really knew I didn't really know anyone gave a shit about really experiential learning like i was like you know i was like when i first heard out there's a steering committee i was like what you're telling me there's a whole committee to this and then all the guests we talked to they were like oh yeah it's so important these are the steps we would would take and and all this and it's that's very much encouraging because to me that never like like i was never one to think of changing the system i was like i'm gonna just serve my time and get out um but like it's encouraging to see see how many teachers especially and, and principals and and how many people are kind of motivated and and fired up about you know pos- potentially doing changes of the manner of this manner so and what would you see as an like as a next step sort of from where we are now william like from your perspective like, like what would, I would you think, see would i think be the first thing something do that would be tangible that we could do the curriculum yeah. and loosen the reins on teachers a little bit agreed Cause that, cause that, cause okay. anyone who would want to follow the rules to the T could, and any teacher who wanted to, wanted to kind of play around with it and be a little more creative with, with how they did it or whatever, I don't know. Um, they would have an opportunity to do that and they wouldn't be as, as handcuffed by, by having to meet a, a very rigid curriculum or whatever. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. And yet, you know, as you say that, William, we listen to people saying like Jeff saying, Hey, the curriculum yeah. really is wide open in many ways. And I can do all kinds of things. And in fact, many, you know, many educators I know that is true, do actually. really creative I've, I've things. Had, yeah, I've had, I've had teachers but, who so if that's the case, really, I, like, um, we did also hear yeah, but if that's Jeff the case, say, I guess, you know, a I'm lot of the stuff I do, I do because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a vet, you know, like I've, I've been around for a yeah. long time too, right? So there's, so sure. there yeah. definitely it's true, but there's yeah. definitely, a, there's definitely a balance. Well, I'm not disagreeing there's a balance, but I think what we're trying to do is create an imbalance, right? We're trying to create an opportunity so that every student gets, gets this, gets, can have this experience if they want it. If it's beneficial to them, why shouldn't they have it? Just because, you know, we get the opportunity to mm-hmm. talk to certain individuals um, who are uh, inclined to do these kinds of things. I guess what I'm interested in is saying, why wouldn't that we afford that opportunity to everybody? Because almost everybody we talk to we look at you know what people are saying out there in the community the things you're talking about a lot of people are agreeing with you we should be able to pursue things that are meaningful and relevant to us and that have relevance to the world so again maybe to you thomas you know as a step moving forward what what would you say in addition to perhaps opening up the curriculum or giving more permission to teachers even though Mm -hmm. i might argue there is permission already do you see other steps or other ways forward that are you know a positive um outcome from some of the discussion or the thinking that you, you know you've derived well, from first i'd, I'd, I'd circle back to, to your to your initial question um <laughs> i think that's the most used <laughs> phrase by thomas throughout this entire podcast is oh first let me circle back at least he's consistent <laughs> just like just like a minute to your to your question of like the the moment for me where where that that made me feel the most kind of hopeful and and interested even was um when we had josh on and when will was like listen you know be honest like if i if i if i came to you and i was like here's my whole setup right this is what i do would you have been like all right let's really try and work something out here and 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 give you some credits for what you're doing 
And he was like, oh, totally. Yeah, not, not, not even a question, right? That, that definitely was, was kind of an interesting yeah, thing to hear. Wild. That was, that it, was kind of, yeah, kind of <laughs> blew me off my seat because I was like, wait, what? Oh, like, and, and I mean, I think it definitely a lot of principals would say that, you know, like, I, I mean, I definitely believe Josh, but it'd be, it'd be more interesting to see that actually happen. Do you know, in, in, do you know Josh prison. was, I uh, think, because we were talking because I'm helping him with some other stuff. Oh, yeah. He was the VP. He was one of the VPs at, while we were there. Really? KCI. No, he wasn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, he he was like he was like did do you did you know my son? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like I graduated. Who's his son? And he was like, what? I would have been your one of your I, like I don't know VP, but he was there. So huh. Pretty hilarious. That so is I nice. could have been. You could have been. Credit. You could have been hitting Josh up <laughs> like, hey, man, you <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. You know, one of the things that uh, one of the things I wanted to comment on too is just to, just to offer this when you talk about mm-hmm. hope and uh, where do we go, next steps, and so on. Um, one of the things I learned through this whole uh, experience was that, and uh, I'm picking on both of you, but um, you know, we we have the we have really thoughtful people in our community, and I would include oh, both I, of you in this people who are. I don't know. I don't know if you include us. No, no, but but listen, okay. listen to what I have to say, William, because you know, because of our discussion and dialogue, we generated a, a complete guide to how you might tackle uh, student-centered learning from a student's perspective. We develop a, a podcast uh, with sixteen episodes with guests from across our community who, in some, well, in, in many circles, would be described as certainly regionally, provincially, nationally. Uh, conceivably internationally renowned on the topic. Uh, we've got lots of interest in people wanting to hear more about this podcast and talking about it. So if you're telling me that, oh, no, I'm not really engaged and I really haven't done much, then I'm telling you, you need to, <laughs> you need to reconsider, you know, what that means because, you know, there's been a lot of, um, I'd say, a lot of energy and implications from, you know, initial conversations that you've had and that together Thomas and you have generated and other people. So for me, that that's I have a strong mm-hmm. sense of hope about that because I think of both of you as thoughtful people who, in some ways, will come across initially as well. You know, I don't, I can't really do much about this. I don't really care. I'm out of high school now, but in fact, care deeply. And I think you know what I heard when we were listening to, you know, I'll pick on some people, but Annette and Josh, uh, when Kim was talking, uh, certainly when Jeff was talking, like almost every one of our guests. I mean, mm-hmm. you were engaging with them. Uh, you were you were inspiring them. You were causing them to think about things. They were starting to think about what were solutions, like how they could perhaps work with their colleagues to make things, you know, pro- improve a little bit. So, you know, I've been, for me personally, I've been really encouraged by both of you and the kind of, um, I'll say, thoughtfulness that you put into into this podcast and the way you've approached this with, uh, you know, on the one hand, sort of lighthearted, but on the other hand, really thoughtful and serious about, you know, how can we make this better? And I, I think that um, you, you don't really give yourself enough credit because your experiences are reflected uh, in many of the, the guests, like they, they, they were, what you were saying was resonating with them, resonates for me. And uh, I know, you know, we've had others and we were talking about this earlier, but, uh, you know, I think both of, all of us agree that, you know, we'd like to hear from Remy, who's been the guy who's been sitting yeah. through our he's, sessens with us and he's our to batman looking you know? over us from the shadows he is, he is right 
and and the reason the reason I'm mentioning him as well is because Remy's been a big part of, you know, kind of some of the thinking behind this. You know, in that he's 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 listened. He's kind of given us mm -hmm. lots of permission to go in whatever direction we have, <coughs> but he's also got opinions and perspectives. And maybe it's uh, maybe it's time to hear, you know, hear a little bit from Remy about what you know what he's sort of taken away from from our conversations and and the, the discussion with the guests and. Some Joe's of the things he's heard from them. So, I, yeah. So I don't know, Rem. You know what? What's coming to mind for you as you reflect upon all that you've heard on what you've heard from William, what you've heard from Thomas, what you've heard from us as a group? What What are you thinking about? Well, uh, thanks for the introduction, here, Mark. Uh, you know, I'm glad to be in a support position. Uh, you know, being behind the scenes. You know, it's it's been a, it's been a, it's been a fun ride, really. At the end of the day. Uh, and I'd like to take this moment now, it may be a little premature, but I'd like to set, extend a thank you, you know, to the three of you as the really the driving force behind the project. You know, it's this really your spirit that sort of, you know, carried this thing to, you know, a fruition. And if you really think about it, um, what you guys here have accomplished, it's really, uh, it's pretty impressive. It's an impressive undertaking. And it's one that, you know, you should really, you know, think back on and sort of congratulate yourselves for being able to do what you've done and essentially have these guests and, you know, talk about a topic that really, you know, impacts, you know, everyone essentially in the, you know, modern world that goes through the public school system or whether, you know, how are they progressed through their education and beyond. Wow. You Thank you, us, Remy. You're so what, we, we couldn't what do you think, without Remy? Without, what you, well, what yeah, you, what, without Remy, we were dead in the water. <laughs> <laughs> we would be. We would be. But what else, Rem? Like, what, what, what are you kind of left with as you reflect upon what we've talked about? Is um, anything changed for you and your perspective, or, or how do you see, how, how do you see this whole discussion about students under learning moving forward? For well, me? that that is a tough question because you know that that is the million dollar question. Like, where where do we take it from here? And, we didn't just bring yeah, you in to compliment us. There's, uh, there's, there's been plenty of you know smart people, smart minds, like a lot smarter than I am, uh, that have been uh, that have thought about this and that have ideas and you know much more breadth of experience than I do. But you know, sort of how I sort of see things as a completely objective, unbiased third-party <laughs> observer, um, I would say that uh, you know it's it's really the way of the future in many ways, especially with the you know, you could argue all you want about the course of modern society or whatnot and where, where the world is going. But in the way, I think that, the, you know, student-centered learning is only going to become more important as the sort of old way of doing things, you know, gives birth to sort of a new set of rules and a new set of, you know, up-and-coming teachers. As we saw, you know, Tim's coming up. He's ha He has his own sort of set of ideals that he's going to bring to the profession. Mm -hmm. And you know, as we also saw that the you know, the old guards, so to speak, they have their own ideas and they're not necessarily, you know, staying rooted in the past. They're also adapting to the modern sort of way of life. So I think that's, you know, it's only positive things to come of that. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was not really. Take it easy. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, bro, but I'm moved <laughs> to circle back around for a minute. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, just to like, like you were saying earlier, Mark and Remy, like you were kind of giving Thomas enough praise and you say we don't give a, give ourselves enough credit. Like, it's just kind of weird giving myself credit because like, it's just, it seems 
each year I get older, I feel kind of almost like dumber. Like, you know, like you think you're so smart when you're, when, when you're younger, you're like, man, I got this figured out or whatever like that. But like, I just, as I get older, I realize like, oh my God, I didn't even know how much stuff there was that I didn't know. And every year that gap expands to where you're like, oh my God, like there are so everybody like, you know, knows so much more than me. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. And it's, it's very humbling. It's at least it's been like that, that it's at least it's been that way for me. Right. Because I was, you know, pretty high on myself when I was younger. I thought I was pretty awesome. <laughs> and I thought I, I had it all figured out. I used to say, man, soon I'm going to be a genius level guy <laughs> or whatever. But now I'm, man, every other day I do something colossally stupid. And I, you know, it's, it's just, it's just humbling. So I try not to give myself too much credit or anything because, you know, I, I didn't do this out of some, moral high ground i wasn't like oh i'm gonna go in and help everybody i was like man if someone can gain a little something from the dumb stuff i say well then whatever i'll do it you know what you know i don't know i'd just be happy to know somebody takes, listened uh, through every episode like yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. that's already pretty nuts to if me someone, if, if someone if someone is willing to listen to seven hours of my <laughs> rambling close to eight yeah. or nine <laughs> We're getting technical. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah Remy does. Yeah, I, I think all. Every moment. <laughs> what about you, Thomas? Any kind of, uh, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Will, every time you uh, you um, expound upon topics, to me, you always reveal this wisdom. And I think uh, this thing of, you know, you talked about this sort of sense of humility. Uh, I think that's a great, great strength. To, and it's something we all need to cultivate. And that just helps us to be uh, open to the possibility that we're always wrong <laughs> and almost yeah. always we are and there's always a better way to do things but but that's how we get better mm -hmm. so I think that's actually a really uh, insightful comment you you make and I just wondered Thomas if there's anything else you know sort of as we bring this to a close that, that mm -hmm. you're thinking about any last words you want to sort of leave uh, your audience with or us with or you know what what's your sort of concluding statement yeah I definitely echo what 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 will says though it's definitely less extreme for me like i was i think my parents kind of like you know like beat it out of me like you know there's no i never never was able to have any any sort of type of an ego or anything it was always like no like you know you're just a stupid kid like you don't know anything you still don't know anything you know like my parents still always tell me like you know you don't know anything you blah, blah. i mean they're not they're not me or anything I, I, but but I, will I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I know. think I've had I some think with you where I'm like, you smug. You thought you were so smug. <laughs> talking to you, I've sure. had some annoying conversations. I'm talking with to you, you talking to you. But that's different. That's different. That's with you. I don't. I don't. I don't feel any, 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 any humility when it comes to you. You're just as much of an idiot as I am. So it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, yeah. It's. I think it's. It's. It's good that we came and did this. I'm. I'm very happy we were able to get as many guests as we were um mark you did, a, mm -hmm. you did a great great job and just organizing everything and like you know just just writing down and 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 doing all of the anything on the on the back end to make it easy because yeah you know that will and i are busy and you're busy yourself too but you, but you added this to your kind of um 
schedule of stuff and you know like you know like chasing us especially me like there's one 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 wave file that i didn't upload for like weeks and i just kept getting emails from mark and i was like gosh and i kept like uploading i'd i'd, I'd upload it and then like i actually turn off my computer i'm like oh and i have to re-upload it but like oh, i'll do it tomorrow and i forget and then, so it was just uh you know just 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 for putting up <laughs> with with will and i thanks mark and i mean just just like being able to get all of the you know all of the guests and and they were also just able to to give insight and this is great and i mean definitely thank you to remy for doing all of the all the production and like even from the start you know like instructing us on, on how to set everything up especially will um because he really just, just doesn't know how anything works um so it's good it's really <laughs> great so um thank you guys you, you you made it you made it really easy for me and will to just show up and and just thus speak. completes the circle of pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I I I could have a, a more a thought or two more to add. I don't know. Um, just one thing that I that I thought of now is I remember learning when I was younger that like you don't get tried as an adult in court when you're younger because like technically you don't have the same logic and reasoning skills and ability to think for the future as you know as would a typical adult and um as a kid i was like well that's like i mean good you can't be tried as an adult i guess but also it's like i don't feel that way about myself like i don't feel like i'm less rational and can't think about the future as much as some kind of adults i've seen right and like i don't know like i think that if i was i'd kind of really want to act that out and prove that to other people like more so if I was to go back, you know, kind of prove to people because a lot of the times when you're younger, you have in wisdom parted on to you and you're like, whatever, or you like, you don't really grasp the severity of it. And like that happens even now, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, I when, think, I think like, that I was to like, people at, at all, at all stages of our life, right? You know, like we're wrapped up in whatever we're doing. We don't, we don't take the time to stop and, and, and learn from other people, whether they're older or younger than us too, right? Like it doesn't, yeah. you know, so I think, um, mm -hmm. yeah, also, I also think like, the older I've gotten, the more I realize, you know, like whatever, like being, being like, like, like your age really doesn't matter. It's, it's just, you know, like you progress as a person and you learn things. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, like whatever, like 10 or like 90, it's just like, you just learn about, about, about the world and you pick up knowledge and understanding as you go, you get wiser and wiser, but like, but like you can be, you can be, I don't know. you can be 50. And be less wise than like a sixteen-year-old because you're, you know, like intentionally ignorant. Ah, like I mean, there's some people who squander what they have, but I don't know. Like, I used to always say, "Age is just a number." Whatever, you know. I'd be like, "Man, age is just a number. You don't know more than me." Uh, but like going back on it, there's some changes that aren't just practical wisdom that's stored within mm -hmm. your head. Like I was, I was um a while ago, and this this is when this dawned on me is. I was, you know, my little cousins were, we were at our cottage, right? And they wanted to play with army men on the beach. And I remember as a kid, I thought it was so baller to play with army men on the beach. I'd have these crazy battles. It would be so wicked. And I you remember like, small, like, like I was totally, right? it, yeah. yeah, small plastic figurines, right? And I'd be enthralled in it, right? And I had just such a vivid imagination back then. But being like 18, playing with them, I'm like, oh my God, this is the most boring thing ever. It's like, <laughs> where did i where did i where did that imagination and that like ability to be like you know kind of wrapped in a, a story kind of like dissipate mm -hmm. because like 
now to like play with like even like, i remember used to love legos who so knew awesome. we were gonna, now when we were I play gonna with tackle legos, the topic of aging <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying four seconds into playing with lego i'm like this is so I boring i don't know whatever disagree i don't know i don't like I, I i don't know did my attention span shorten did i lose my I, I suppose what it, happened? it depends on what the happened mind state man also I don't know. I'm just saying there's some things that are beyond just practical wisdom that, you know, one, like a 16 year old could in theory make better decisions than a 50 mm -hmm. year old, but it's just, there's some, there's some, there's some uneffable thing that you can't make up for, for years lived. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. Right. Cause like <laughs> the, the amount of dumb things I discover that I do each year, like compounded over 40 years, like my God, I I'm gonna I'm gonna be a superman by the time I'm eighty. I'm gonna know everything. But <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just, all I'm saying is this humble crap over. When I'm ninety, nah, nobody knows more. You're not. Me. You're not that humble. <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> but whatever. Say well, whatever you want. On, on that <laughs> if I've been around you enough. To know. All right. Nah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not humble around you because you're an <laughs> idiot, and I'm super smart relative right, to you. Right, right. Well, on that note, <laughs> there you go. yeah, let's. Uh, I I think that probably you know that in some ways sums up one aspect of this. Let me it out all the the, all the banter the back points. and forth between Will and Thomas, and um, I don't know if there's you know if there's anything else that anybody wants to say. I think this is the time. Otherwise, I think this is a wrap. So. Thomas, William, Remy, anything else? I'm good. Um, yeah. Get after it. Do something. And yeah. Someone should put that on a t-shirt. Get, <laughs> get after it. Do, do something. something. And yeah. <laughs> that'll be part yeah. of the, that'll be part of the t-shirt collection. Remy, any last words? Check out check out our merch <laughs> coming out. Check out soon. our merchandise store. That's right. <laughs> It'll be on our website. Um. <laughs> We're just going to collect all the stupid phrases that have been uttered on the podcast and, and create them in the, into, uh, into mm -hmm. shirts. We're going to need a big t-shirt for that. Anyhow, well, we, yeah. should, we should shout out our site. Anything from your perspective? Oh, yeah, true. This is for our company. Yeah. If anyone's looking for, um, you want to do the shout out? You're the, me you're the media guy. Yes. Yeah. If any, so if, if anybody has a dog and is, ent is interested in a local sustainable, uh, a hundred percent fish pet treat, um, we're located in Waterloo, but we, we do ship all over Canada and we can also deliver. Um, so our company, me, me and Will's company that we've been working on for the past Will, uh, Will, few Will years, and I. it's called, thank you. Thank you. William. See, see, this is, this is, this is what he brings you're, to the table. You're uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. <laughs> you need to be <laughs> our company is called northern sustainable farms um and the website is just all one word northern sustainable farms.com there's a shop portion even if you're just interested um in in us and and what we do by any chance i can't imagine anyone being interested in us, but whatever um you could go to the website read through it um there's info about our farm and and what what we do and if you're interested in our product you can purchase it as well um, we also are on Instagram, We're also on Instagram and the handle is Northern Sustainable Farms, all one word. So you can check us out. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> yeah, this is a sponsored We got to make podcast. money, man. <laughs> okay, thanks for the uh, commercial message from our sponsor. Great, thanks, right. guys. Pleasure working our with sponsor. you guys.
Yeah, gotta make money. Okay, Remy, I just gotta say, beautiful again. Okay, I think that's it, so Rem. I think we're done. Everybody, thanks again. We're, we're ready, over and out. Yeah.